Remembrance Day Reflections on Past and Future. Remembrance Day in Canada commemorates the veterans who gave their lives in the First and Second World Wars, Korea and Afghanistan. Find out the topics on which I found myself reflecting during this annual moment of silence. It's Remembrance Day. I spent the morning in the local town square taking part in the services. The ceremony doesn't change much year over year. We hear the names of the fallen, the last post on the bugle, and the flowers of the forest on the bagpipes. We take two minutes of silence at precisely 11 a.m. to reflect. I guess each of us reflects in their own way and on different things before the dignitaries lay their wreaths. I hear some people say their reflection honors the sacrifice of those who fought and died in various global conflicts. While I can certainly mourn their loss, I'm always very wary of glorifying the tragedy of war. I'm more inclined to reflect on the human cost of war when this day rolls around on the calendar. The somber weather at this time of year matches the funereal mood the day evokes in me. There aren't many of my parents' generation left who can remember the two world wars or the Korean conflict directly. Even Afghanistan has been behind Canadians for almost a decade now. And yet war is far from a thing of the past. Benoit Motry, head of Belgium's last post association, pointed out in his remarks at Ypres today that we currently have over a hundred armed conflicts raging around the world. Viewers will be aware of Russia's illegal invasion of Ukraine and the unspeakable Hamas terrorist attack against Israel and Israel's brutal response. Beyond those wars, there are ongoing armed conflicts in Syria, Yemen, Mali, Sudan, Somalia, Myanmar, and dozens of other places all over the world. As so many have remarked over the decades, if those really were wars to end all wars, they seem to have fallen far short of their goals. Even so, Remembrance Day can inspire us to promote peace. Quite a few Remembrance slogans have emerged over the past century, but the one that resonates with me is always, Never Again. I think of Remembrance Day as a solemn reminder to do everything I can to prevent another global catastrophe on the scale of those horrific world wars. The way to accomplish that is to foster global solidarity. That's one of the reasons that recognizing the interrelatedness of the global community is vital to humanity's future. Speaking of the future, I also reflect on the younger generation during Remembrance Day services. As time passes, those past world wars become increasingly remote, which raises the concern that humanity might be irrational enough to repeat the same horrific blunders. A fierce and fanatical form of nationalism drove those calamities, echoes of which resonate among some misguided youth today. When I talk to young people, I hear their concerns about alienation, economic insecurity, and lack of opportunity, which were the fertile soil from which the scourge of past global conflicts arose. People call for better youth education about our military history, but kids today strike me as the best and brightest generation we've ever produced. It's not a question of teaching them anything more, 
but rather of providing them with the same genuine hope and aspirations my generation could enjoy at their age. It's easy to fall prey to resentment and hostility when you're saddled with debt, can't afford a place to live, and can't find a job that pays a living wage. It's up to those of us with the privilege and the means to create practical opportunities for future generations. I also reflected on my elders. Over 25,000 Canadian veterans of the Second World War and the Korean War are still living. Their average age is now 96, and we need to care for them and encourage them to tell their stories firsthand. As I thought about veterans, I reminded myself that they include all those Canadians who've served with the Canadian Armed Forces as regular troops or reservists. There are over 460,000 of them. Their average age is 60, with about a third of them still in their prime working years. Whatever our opinions may be about some of the conflicts in which they served, they deserve our support in terms of financial aid, housing, and making the transition into civilian life. We also need to tend to their wounds. As I ponder that, I realize that not all wounds are physical. Remembrance Day reflections are part of the new story we all need about humanity's history, our relationships with one another, and with our planet. It's a day that can guide our evolution toward a future culture of peace and cooperation. Benoit Moultri concluded his remarks by saying, if we cannot affect the war, people of goodwill everywhere can help to affect the peace. It will be a slow process, and it will not happen tomorrow. But perhaps one day, it will not only be the dead who know the end of war, but also the living. We always have more to learn, if we dare to know.